This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. Welcome to IA Forward. Now we've all heard of FOMO, but today I want to talk about FOPO. I immediately went to POPO. That was where I went to. When it came out of my mouth, that's exactly where my brain went. That's the thing that I thought you were saying when you first said it to me is we're going to talk about the popo as in don't get a ticket or your insurance carrier will drop you as in the popo has pulled me over and i was driving too fast and i need to keep my mouth shut yeah how does that work for you i have a pretty good string of talking my way out of tickets that frustrates the mess out of my lovely bride because she doesn't talk her way out of tickets the way i've been able to talk my way out of tickets you would think it would be the opposite effect. Yeah, because absolutely. She, she's the cute one in the car. But there's a history there that I have managed to have a string of successful talking your way out of tickets. And so I'm friends with the popo. The only time I have ever not talked my way out of a ticket, knock on wood, is I had judged a beauty pageant down in South Louisiana and I was driving home and the person that pulled me over's daughter did not win. Yeah, that's not surprising that uh, you didn't make it out of that one. So, yeah, no, I, I couldn't do it. But mom picked on me about that all the way home. and I, I just couldn't overcome that one. But no, we're talking about FOPO. And that is the fear of other people's opinions. And it is crazy how we let FOPO affect our success. You could even dig down deep and it lowers your kind of your basic competency to even do ordinary tasks and decision making. Caring about what other people think of you is into that similar category as comparison is the thief of joy, playing the comparison game. And for me, Worrying about what others think is something that I would admit I've struggled with off and on. Seems to come and go. Maybe people that I've looked up to in my life or admired versus people that didn't really matter to me. But this is something that I would say a lot of individuals definitely struggle with. One of our very first conversations, you told me that you and our organization tend to be extremely conservative and you didn't put yourselves out there a whole lot and you've had great success doing things your way. But one of the reasons that you told me you wanted to bring me on board was to help hop over that and the term you used was to be the Spurs. And I told you I wanted a pair of rhinestone Spurs, which six years later, I still don't have, by the way. But be that as it may, it's one of those things that we get comfortable. And then when we try to do something to step out, to do something different, we get caught in this trap of, oh, but what will people think or, or what will happen if we do that? Hey, Tanya, we're conservative. What I really mean is, hey, Tanya, we're private and we're not very showy and we're not going to put ourselves out there. Now, that being said, one of the things that we have migrated to is that there is a little bit of putting yourself out there that is necessary from a leadership standpoint, from a business standpoint, just not being afraid to let people know that you're there. You can still do that in a private way or you just have some people. Right. That's the other side. And some of what I've done is I've put people 
into the place where I haven't been comfortable going to as an individual. If six years ago, I would have told you that we have done 172-ish podcasts together out in the public for anybody in the world to listen to, what would you have said? Absolutely not. Not going to happen. I've got nothing to say. I found an outlet to talk on. So this is the really cool thing about putting yourself out there. Video, right? I'm probably more comfortable doing video today than your average guy. Once you do it enough that you're like, okay, wait a minute, don't do that, do this. Okay, be better at this part over here. Then you eventually get to a comfort spot. And it's not necessarily easy to get there. So we're not saying get over it because saying get over it is right up there with saying calm down and it's not helpful and it's not productive, but figure out what you can do to make it better. So Shane practiced in the car. I will tell you that every time I was going on the radio, I had a mentor tell me to talk to myself in the car all the way to the radio station from the house. And I would, and that would just be to get myself comfortable and to get in the right headspace to do it. We have an agent in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, a Chip McLean and Associates Insurance. And when we started talking about doing video, he was just absolutely not. I'm not going to do this. This is dumb. I don't have time. I don't have time to write scripts. I don't, and, and I just kept pushing and saying, just do it. Just do it. You're going to love it. Just do it. Just do it. And a year later, after he started doing it, we had him speak at our annual conference because he was so good at it. And it was a great way for him to connect with a potential client. And he does his networking face, which is this hysterical face that he does at all of his networking events. And he videos other people doing the crazy networking face. And when his vehicle broke down in the middle of the interstate, he was out talking about that, talking about his progressive roadside assistant out in, in the middle of the freeway in Dallas. And whatever it is that you're scared to do, whatever it is that you're afraid of other people's opinions, do those people's opinions really matter? And do you really think that they're paying as much attention to you as you think they are? What most of us do is we go in thinking that we are going to appeal to the masses. What gets politicians in trouble and makes them fence riding, no backbone people in some cases is they are trying to appeal to the masses for a majority of the votes. That is not what you need to be thinking about when you're putting yourself out there. Not that's the intentional thought. But I'm saying it's an unintentional thought. Oh my gosh, I can't do that because it would be so embarrassing. Or, oh my gosh, I'm not good at that. There's no way I could do this. But there's a group of people that you are trying to connect with that when you do this, you will connect with those people. And that is your intention. You're not trying to connect with the masses. You're not trying to be a politician approach. You're not going to make everybody happy. And you've heard that your whole life. But we still have this anxiety or fear about taking that leap or taking that step and going, this is uncomfortable. I just don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. You may be missing an incredible opportunity to grow yourself and impact others with something positive. There is this huge opportunity for people who are willing to put themselves out there to go down this path. Maybe what you just said is the answer. It's not to get over it. 
It's to conquer the fear of other people's opinions. You are concerned about other people's opinions, but you shouldn't be concerned about the people that you're not trying to connect with. And it's okay to be a private person. If you look at my social media, you would probably think that I'm pretty out there. But there's not a lot of things that are super private out there. For instance, I don't share on social media when somebody in my family is extremely sick or if there's something private going on. I don't air all of my dirty laundry. In the last week, the squirrels ate all of my pumpkins on my front porch. I used Squirrels Ate My Pumpkins as a great band name. I found a sterling silver bluebell ice cream pendant that I wanted for Christmas. And if you were from the South, you get why that is such a cool thing. And if you're not from the South and you're not familiar with bluebell ice cream, then bless your heart, you need to come visit us as soon as possible. I found a bottle of perfume that I actually thought was a, a deviled egg dish, strangely enough. And then a personal side picture of me, somebody applied some kind of filter to a photograph of me that made my seasoned self look about 16. It was absolutely hysterical. And I am out there. I'm constantly on social and publishing things, but I try to protect my family and not put things out there that could be harmful. And I'll go a little bit further. I'm not a big poster on Facebook. I will share some things. My personal world, my non-work world, locally, people who don't really know what I do and they really don't care, maybe friends, maybe acquaintances in our small town that don't really know what I do are on Facebook. And they would not be interested in this podcast. They're not insurance people. They don't have a connection to that. And they're not my audience. Just to be blunt about it, that group of people that I would have this fear of what they might think is irrelevant because this isn't their world. And so I'm not a big Facebook guy. I'm not a big doing a bunch of posts. I'm not a big poster anyway, but I did commit to LinkedIn and I still struggle with being consistent there. But that's my work world. That's where it's relevant. That's where you as an audience that's listening is more than likely to see something about me on LinkedIn. And so once you start crafting this thought of, what does fear of what others think really look like? Well, for me, I can eliminate that when it comes to podcasting, when it comes to posting video, it became irrelevant. When I go to our agent conference and stand in front of 150 people on a big platform and stage with lights and give a keynote speech, I can do that all day long. I would struggle to do that in a 25, 30 person room full of people from my church, unless they want me to talk to them about insurance. Now I can do that easily in front of a 25 to 30 room from my church. I'm all good with that. You go send Brian to do that. Yeah. At the same time, it comes down to what am I talking about? What is the subject matter? Am I the subject matter expert or am I being asked to do something? Our high school principal has asked me to give the graduation speech for a couple of years and it just hasn't worked out and I'll do it eventually. That's terrifying, all right? Because it's not insurance. It's not my norm. It's getting in front of 2,000 people in a big auditorium and talking about life maybe or to these graduates about 
things. I'll probably be fine because it's about career, but put me up there to talk about something that is not related to my career. Somebody wants to give me a topic or I got to build a presentation about something that I'm not the expert in. That's hard. To me, this idea of FOPO, I get it. There is a human desire to conform. And when you try to step away from that conformity, then somehow something in our brain can create this paralyzing fear, right? And that fear, to me, undermines everything you're trying to create, whether it's from a personal perspective or a business perspective. Now, if I'm putting something out on social and I have the picture uploaded and I've typed it, I'm not saying that I don't have that moment of, wait a minute, okay, First of all, run it through Grammarly. Let's make sure that I didn't say anything really stupid. And second of all, is this the right message for my target audience? Yes. Take a moment. Have that moment. Make sure what you're about to post is good, proper. I probably delete three of the 10 things that I start to put on social media because I do the picture, I get it typed, I go back, I read it. Yeah, no, I better not say that today. It's not appropriate or it's not relevant or it doesn't make sense. It doesn't hit my target. But if I didn't put anything out there, then I would just disappear, right? And what we're trying to do by putting ourselves out there is to live our authentic life. And sometimes that takes cultivating some self-awareness. One of the biggest advocates for some of what we're talking about is a marketer called Gary V. Language flies. So just a heads up before you go there. But I want you to know that what he's saying around this exact subject is spot on. Now, the, his approach about how to actually do it, I don't know, fits everyone. He just bluntly says, just shut up and get out there and do it. Stop worrying about what other people think. There's some truth in what he's saying. And I want to be that person. I want to be the person that takes that advice from someone like him and goes, yeah, you know what? He's right. Who cares? On the flip side, of that. One of the realities is that I talk to my kids. I talk to our people internally. Part of what we do as professionals is we have a brand and we have a personal brand. And I understand that it's hard because protecting that brand also goes hand in hand with this idea of putting yourself out there. I really think, though, we have to find balance between the brand that you are and what other people think. This past year at our annual conference, it was very interesting because you had your entire staff on the last day wear blue jeans and a t-shirt celebrating our 40th anniversary. And it was very, and I found it fascinating that I had three different agents make a comment to me that I looked uncomfortable that day. And I don't wear jeans, right? Like jeans are not my thing. I don't understand why people love jeans. I, I will never get it. And so me being at a business conference wearing a t-shirt and jeans was so incredibly inauthentic to who I am. And I found it fascinating that even though I was trying to hide that, people that knew me knew that there was something that was just a little bit off. That's interesting that people recognize that or recognized who you are. I really think at the core of this is just being comfortable with who we are and knowing that you're enough. I know athletes go through this and I've been through this as an athlete. I went through it as an athlete. I went 
through it as a coach and coaching athletes. I go through it with people that I coach, lead. This understanding that you're enough, who you are is enough. That statement to some young athletes changed their confidence level or the way they played the game. Uh, Once they realized that who they were on the court, on the field was enough. Now, that doesn't mean that they're Michael Jordan. That's not what enough means. Being enough is about you being comfortable with your skill set and your authenticity and that you as a person is enough. And that doesn't mean that we're not constantly trying to improve on our skills or improve our approach. I'm still trying to get better at podcasting, speaking, being deliberate with my thoughts. Much improvement to make on the actual live public speaking side of things, which I have to do a lot in my leadership role. So Being enough doesn't mean you're not constantly working to improve. It just means where you are is enough. And if you take that step and you stop thinking about what other people are thinking, you will find that you're pretty good out there at what you do and that you are capable of way more than you think you're capable of. If you focus on your purpose and your values, clarifying your core values and aligning them with your actions, and when you lead with that purpose, when you have the specificity in mind of why you're doing it, then you have a lot less energy to be preoccupied with other people's opinions. For whatever reason, the late, great Mike Leach, the football coach that passed away about a year ago now, for whatever reason, he's bounced into my brain right at this moment of just being authentic and having his tribe. And there's a lot of people out there that didn't like Mike Leach. I miss Mike Leach's press conferences so much this season. It's just not the same. What made me think about that was actually press conferences and athletes and people, public figures doing press conferences. You want to get down to who people are outside of the press secretary. You get to a press conference. You go and watch a press conference. You listen to it. The raw audio. These athletes that do it all the time, these public figures that do it all the time. Mike Leach, to me, was the best at it. Another one is Charlie Munger, Berkshire Hathaway's right-hand man to Warren Buffett all through the years. These two individuals are so authentic in how they think about things. They don't really care about whether they're offending somebody, not that they're intentionally offensive. If you go watch some of this, what you will see is that these are individuals that were extremely comfortable in their own skin and they were just who they were. And it wasn't a matter of, I'm going to say this or I need to say it this way because I want people to think well of me. And that is a surefire way of actually getting the opposite response. If there's one thing that human beings are great at, especially younger kids, have some conversations with them and you'll find out real quick, you know, who the real you is. They got really good honesty antennas. That childlike faith is real. And that's one of the things that I've seen through the years is that. And I'm reminded about it almost daily because we have some kids of our employees that are too big for daycare and too young to stay at home by themselves. And so from about 3.30, 3.45 to 5 o'clock every day, we have this kid zone thing going on in the back of the office kitchen area. Man, they're fun to talk to. And they will show you who you are if you just have some conversations with them. And you can get comfortable with putting yourself out there 
just having conversations with kids like that. We should do a podcast with the kids and ask them their opinions on insurance. Especially Colton. He would be the real deal. And some people are going to always be a challenge. There's a term that my mother would use about some legal cases. And she would say, that one's just snake bit. Sometimes situations with people can cause that. Sometimes there are certain people that no matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, no matter how much you try to get this person on your side, that relationship is just going to be snake bit. And that's where we have to be really careful to not let that FOPO paralyze us from doing what we need to do, from making decisions, and from moving past that. One of the things that I've attempted to do over the last few years, having served on our local school board for a total of seven years, Having been on city council, having grown up in town, you know, the whole saying of it's hard to be a prophet, can't be a prophet in your own town. This whole idea of what people think, I've gone through lots of iterations of this. One of the things that I really moved to a few years ago was just, you know what? I'm going to be who I am to them. I'm going to be positive to that person that I've struggled with or that doesn't like me or for whatever reason won't talk to me. You all know who those are. You know who those people are in your life. So shock them. Be different. Instead of mirroring someone's energy that's not giving you that energy back, pour your energy out on them completely. Don't allow them to take that positivity from you. That approach has actually been really good. And I have had really good success going up to people intentionally in a room, in a setting, and basically saying, hey, what's going on? How are you? It's so good to see you. It'll shock them. Mama Queen calls that slopping sugar. She told the cute boy when we first started dating that the nicer I was to someone, then he could take that as an indication that I probably didn't like them a whole lot. So I'm not saying be inauthentic and you're not saying be inauthentic, Absolutely there's nothing, not. but there's nothing wrong with slopping a little sugar here and there. The other thing is don't let them take your positivity. Keep that strength. There's power in that strength of positivity and being able to put yourself out there and not have this fopo with people has a lot to do with that positive approach or that positivity that you hang on to. And killing people with kindness is a strategy. Earlier, I talked about how when I am posting on social media, I will probably delete three out of every 10. I will say the primary reason that I have deleted something is because it has a negative connotation to it. And so if our whole goal is to be the difference and to stand out, adding negativity to social media is not any way to be that positive influence. And that extends to our in-person conversations as well. I do want to clarify one thing. Allodoxophobia is a real thing. If you have real challenges with what other people think of you, we are not saying to get over it. We're encouraging you to get the help you need. What we're talking about today is normal fear of other people's opinions and how that affects our success. And for the rest of us that do not know what that word means, that need to hear this, you need to get over it. But for the ones that have the real rational fear of this, yes, 100% agree with Tanya there. But some of you also need to hear 
just like those players in my past life that needed to be coached differently, that some of you need to be coached differently. And some of you need to be shoved out of the nest, so to speak, or shoved out on stage with a microphone, not to give Tanya some in any kind of PTSD or anything. I don't know if that's ever happened. Did, it, did they ever shove you out on the stage with a microphone and say, talk or sing or dance or I don't remember a time in my life when that wasn't done to me and so that's absolutely <laughs> not a fear because I can remember back to being two and three years old on stage with a mic so yeah no that's not a challenge some of that is part of my story is just being shoved out there and yeah I know it, it terrifies some people like I we have people on staff we have my wife does not do this she does not love public speaking she's not going to be we're still tr working on getting her on this podcast, right? I so, want her and the cute boy to do this with us together. That would be an absolutely fantastic holiday episode. Yeah, that would be fun and great if we can get her to do it. But she is exactly what that really long word that you keep saying that I didn't hear until today for the first time. She is that. She is that person that we're talking about that would be not fear. She doesn't have the fear of what other people think, but she just has this petrified nature of public speaking or certainly podcasting or doing something of that nature. And that's a lot of people. You're not alone. Don't look at other people that seem to be able to do this easily, freely, as having some different gift, just understand they've probably had a lot more practice and they've probably failed a lot and they've maybe gone through a ton of anxiety to get where they are to that comfort level. If you're in a place that has a Toastmasters group, join Toastmasters. Not only will it make you a better speaker, it is one of the best networking groups out there. The people that I have met at Toastmasters events are incredible business people. They are people that want to better themselves. They are connectors. And it is a fantastic place to be as a producer, as a business owner in so many ways. So much better than any BNI group that I have ever belonged to. But remember, in order to do the Toastmasters, you have to go. You have to put yourself out there, right? You have to take that first step. The steps after that first step are going to be easier. That's from my own experience. Shane's word for this year is finish. And what's interesting is my word for this year was start. And we did not know that when we were choosing our word of the year, that they seem like they are the antithesis of each other, but they're really very similar. So it's okay. Get out there start. Other people really don't think about you as much as you think they do. No, they don't. We overthink this. We think that people are thinking about us in that way or in a negative way. That's things that we have to deal with individually is to realize that other people aren't sitting around thinking about, man, that Shane really made a fool of himself out on that video or on that podcast, even if they are, I've never known it. They're not going to come tell me that. I wish they would. Hey, you might think about doing this a little better. I, I don't mind the constructive criticism, but I haven't ever had that happen because it doesn't happen. We create that worry in our brains. We create that fear more than anything. 
I'm going to leave us today with this quote from the brilliant marketing team at Nike. Don't run away from fear, run over it. Attitude's a choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.